1: Welcome back for part two of this week's Fantastic World of Hannah and Barbara, with our guest Katie Lee, who takes us now to her early days at the Hanna Barbera studio.
0: You know, it just, you felt so special. Give the guard your name, and you're in there auditioning for the, you know, Hanna-Barbera cartoons. And that was pretty neat to be able to go over there. I got cast as a kid, a voice for a kid, in the Mork and Mindy cartoon, which was being produced (laughs) at Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. I was so excited because I thought I was going to meet Robin Williams or work with Jonathan Winters because they were both on the show, and nobody was there. You say they wanted everybody there at the same time. I was there by myself. They're big stars. They were big stars. Yeah. It also could have been because they hadn't worked with me before and wanted to see how I would do. I don't know. Well, maybe. But
1: But did you work with the rest of the cast? No, it
0: was just me. Oh. I was all by myself, and that was kind of a disappointment. But I've never taken one single moment of my career for granted.
1: You had a regular recurring role even on Smurfs.
0: Yeah, but I don't think. I did more than three episodes. Denisa was Gargamel's niece. That's true. So I did work on that. And so Paul Winchell was Gargamel and he was one of the gummy bears. when we did the gummy bears. And he was my, oh, you know, I always tried so hard to be a ventriloquist because of him. Ventriloquism was big when we were kids also, right? Yeah, they used
1: to sell the the figures.
0: I just wanted to do that so bad. And here I am. Working with them weekly, amazing. It's just hard to describe the joy of working with people that you grew up watching and listening to. It's like, how many people get to say that? You know, I have to pinch. Oh, I'm pinching myself right now. Ouch. And it's real. When I told you I went to school, I went to school at San Francisco State. I got my degree in broadcasting. And I had the same professor In the morning, and then another class in the afternoon. And he wouldn't let me talk in the afternoon. I would not answer my question. My voice got too high-pitched in the afternoon. I wasn't allowed to talk. (laughs) And he wrote the textbook for the curriculum, Radio and Broadcasting TV Handbook, I think it's called. His name was Dr. Hyde. Very nice man, but he said to me, you know, you're never going to be able to work in this industry if you do not change your voice.
1: Oh, brilliant man.
0: So... I'm at Hanna-Barbera. Somebody took my picture, because we didn't have cell phones back then. They took my picture. I sent him a letter. I sent him the picture. I said, Dr. Hyde, I am working, and I'm doing character voices. And here's a picture of me working at Hanna-Barbera. And in the next edition of his book, he added a paragraph on character voices and my pictures in the textbook. Well, that um, says a
1: lot about him. He didn't just go harumph. He was very no, proud of no. you.
0: He's like, okay, I guess we overlooked this aspect of radio and television broadcast. I mean, back then, I think he was there when Jack Angel was... Jack Angel also went to San Francisco State and got a mm-hmm. degree in broadcasting back in the 50s. So, you know, radio and TV announcing was a different deal back then. It was... Welcome to the, you know, NBC. Mm-hmm. This, you know, it's different kind of thing and how to produce commercials and write commercials. Yeah. Yep. I could edit tape with a razor blade. Me if too. You can do that. Doing it with a, a digital thing is a piece of cake.
1: It's true. You can transition very easily. It comes and,
0: in very handy when uh, you're listening to cassettes and they break. And, you know, I I know how to fix this. Can mm-hmm. get some tape? And, uh,
1: yeah, you just bust it open. And if it has it a. If it has screws, those are the luxury ones. You can unscrew right. it and open it, but half the time... <laughs> Nobody
0: knows what we're talking no, about. No, we're getting
1: way, way... But see, that that's what happens here on this. It happens on your show, and that was the delight, you know, uh, Will would talk about. And, and you the, your guests now.
0: You, you were my guest a few I weeks was. ago. That was yes. so
1: fun, and we just go all over the map. It's like getting lost on the freeway. <laughs> I think it's
0: more like getting lost in a cornfield. Freeways are pretty <laughs> linear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you're talking to, and hopefully those who are listening are happy with that, it's a good thing.
0: It's a good thing, yeah. Well, You know what? Some people are just going to pull their hair out, and other people are going to dig it. So what can you say?
1: Well, I want to explain about, there's the Tell You Later and a plethora of shows. You can download okay, so audios. The,
0: the crew of one who produces the show, a.k.a. my husband... Shout out to Vinny J. So at Patreon, our patrons get access to a lot more stuff than what you see on YouTube. And he makes sure they get something new every week. When Will was alive, you know, our show was Tell You Later. So then we decided to do some episodes called Welcome to Later, where we were dressed up as uh, sort of British-type critics. I played Ganilla F... Five H is the fifth H. Spelled the usual way. Five H is the fifth H is silent. And he was uh, Glastonbury Tore Smythe, and he had a little mustache we drew on him. And so it was welcome to later, because we never finished anything we were talking about. So supposedly, Ganilla and Glastonbury would fill in the blanks. Okay, so in episode one, they didn't finish talking about this. Oh, well, all right. So... I suppose that, you know, has to do with this is the answer and this is, we would just talk and then we would also make fun of ourselves and have our an attitude. So we have Welcome to Later episodes and those are really fun. Then we also had Adventures in Popcorn because, as you know, popcorn is a big theme of the Tell You Later show Mm -hmm. and probably the most perfect food on the face of the earth. Uh, Will and I both are big popcorn aficionados, so we would make popcorn different ways and Mm -hmm have adventures in popcorn so we have some adventures in popcorn episodes and not just me and will but some other people too so we have those and then we also have a five-star cooking with katie because my husband thinks he likes to watch me cook and apparently other people do too i made the best hummus today by the way and i'm so upset that i didn't film myself and i'm gonna have to make it again it's so good i make really really good hummus and this hummus has a jalapeno in it. So it has
1: Ooh,
0: just a nice, really just a nice little bite. Yeah. So not all of our stuff comes out perfectly sometimes because I'll just see what I have in the fridge and I don't usually follow recipes. So it's kind of a free for all, a big mess in the kitchen, but most of the time it comes out good. So we have five-star cooking with Katie and Crew of One also likes to film our travels lately. So he calls it a travel log. He posts stuff of our travels up there as well as the tell you later show so there's a lot to choose from to watch sure, sure. and listen to
1: yeah there's things to listen to and download there's if you photos i just want to and- say
0: if you sign up at the audio level all you get is audio of the right. tell you later show oh but the thing about it though is you don't get commercials like if you listen on spotify you get commercials if you watch on youtube you're going to get commercials if you get it through patreon there's no interruptions there's three tiers and then the audi the audier, audier? <laughs> level
1: oh yeah yeah
0: i think you get two shows a month and then audissimo they get everything all the bonus shows that he puts up are the audissimos get that they also get a quarterly phone call and we all zoom together and talk and they become like family and amazing amazing group of people that we all care about very much is that so, where jane came from the yes super that film? is where jane came from well actually she met will before we did tell you later will used and, and nancy used to drive to uh, melodrama in colorado uh-huh. and jane well aka jane Rebecca is her name is a harpist really Yes, but she also grew up listening to Adventures in Odyssey. So they're at this melodrama, and she's sitting next to Will. She recognizes his voice, and she says, Are you Will Ryan? And he says, As a matter of fact, I am. It was so excited to meet him, and she says, I'm a harpist. Would you like to jam sometime? Because Will was a musician. He said, Sure. So the next day, they jammed with the harp and guitar, and he said, A lot of people ask me to jam, he told her, but... I've never been asked by a harpist, so I'm going to say yes to this one. They met a a couple occasions, and then while we were still shooting Tell You Later, Will calls me one day and goes, This woman who plays the harp is coming into town, and I want her to come on the Tell You Later show. He came up with this skit called Poetry Safari that he wanted to Oh, ukulele and harp duet. for even
1: more ukulele bizarre.
0: And harp, right? <laughs> so she shows up with her parents and her aunt, and not a little harp, but a ginormous harp. And you know, the Tell You Later oh. studios are not that big, but somehow we got her in the harp. And uh, I highly recommend people watch.
1: I have to see that one. That you know episode. what? There's a Hanna-Barbera tie-in to that that you and she probably don't realize. Hanna-Barbera Records put out an album of harp music, but it was pop harp.
0: Really? Yeah, when they
1: had their pop label. And the lady's name was Gloria Tracy, and the album's called Gloria A Glow. i have
0: to tell her about
1: I think it's on YouTube. Her single was A Night in the Black Forest. You And she's like plinking it. And it's got like a combo in the background, so it's like groovy harp music. It's so 1965.
0: Awesome. <laughs> well, so then when Rebecca, she came and did that, and then we we, we said, well, wow, she's here. We, what else can we do? We could do more things. So then she became the critic, and we dressed her up, and she had uh, suggestions for the Tell You Later show. I she
1: remember that. Yes. Yes. She was very upsetting to you guys.
0: Yes, she was. And then we did some shows where she became Jade the fan girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun to watch. So even if you're just listening, you're really not getting the whole show because we do some fun visuals so the show as crazy as it is and sometimes stressful we sure make a lot of friends through it
1: in a way it's innovative too you know we don't know where media is going we don't know how the public is going to be consuming things and the sky seems to be the limit and plus you connect with people so it's interactive perhaps the most interactive television since winky dink and I winky don't say
0: dink, <laughs> give me, winky dink. And if I you love know
1: me. Thank you. If if you if, I do too. If you know me, you know I'm not kidding.
0: I know you're not.
1: Kidding. I am very serious because I don't compare everything to winky dink.
0: I'm sure you don't. No, because you know I I don't know what we're going to do, but you know, I was watching somebody on Instagram and she who's a great actress, and sort of did her own version of every Hallmark movie, but just the female (laughs) part. And I thought, our industry, we're used to this certain old-fashioned system of networks and stuff, but you can find so much entertaining stuff for free. It could turn networks obsolete. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure they'll still be there. It takes a lot of money to produce a lot of stuff, but you really can you know, laugh your head off watching stuff on Instagram and YouTube all day long. I think we started out, to be honest, we thought, oh, Will and I, oh, we're famous and people like us and we're going to make money. It's not really a moneymaker, but I think all the stuff that we do is so much fun.
1: And you can get a scrabulator, which we do <laughs> have and they work beautifully. <laughs> um,
0: uh, well, our patrons, they go in a drawing every month. It doesn't matter what level they are. I crochet they're scrubbies, but we'll dub them scrubulators because you can't, you know, scrub anything when you're making it. You have to scrub later. So they're <laughs> available. We pull out a name and someone wins a scrubulator every month.
1: They work beautifully. They're long lasting.
0: They are. You know, I, probably... I just did the dishes myself with my own scrubulator. There you go. And Colors. it has a tag in it that has my name on it. So, yeah. it's the, you know, official scrubulator from the Tell You Later show. Yeah. Handmade by Katie Lee. So <laughs> you can't get that. No. At the grocery store. You
1: can't get that at Target. You no. Gotta, no, no.
0: But they are available on Merchulator. On <laughs> Merchulator. <laughs> Merchulator.com, yes.
1: Oh, oh, you know what else is the Connie candles? Oh, yeah. Those are awesome things.
0: My character's name is Connie Kendall in Odyssey, and I thought, oh, Connie candles would be great. Now we just sell them in tins. So they're portable little tins. They still look like Raspberry Ripple, so do they still smell uh-huh. like it. Uh, Raspberry Ripple, Ripple Sunday with gel wax raspberries in them. So they're very fancy and Uh specially made. And then we have our chocolate soda candles that smell delicious. So Um, those are
1: Connie Candles, the tin edition.
0: Yeah. And in the meantime, they can watch Tell You Later on YouTube and hopefully check it out on Patreon. You can, this is the secret, you can sign up with your credit card and you don't get billed till like the first of the month. So if you want to sign up, at a level and see if you like it. You can try it out. We say uh, you know, love us or leave us. And then if you don't love it, you can cancel your subscription. It's a,
1: it's like a free trial, you know. Is, you can cancel like at trial. any time, but if you cancel before the first, then it's like no obligation. No
0: anything. skin off your nose. And so um
1: you got to do a uh, cookbook later.
0: I'll cookbook you later. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. I think it would be anathema if I made a cookbook since I don't actually follow recipes to the tea, So, But because...
1: wouldn't that be fun too? Is it's like, here's the ingredients, but I'm not going to tell you how to measure it. And you could put little lines or little boxes where they could fill in. Fill in
0: eventually. the blank.
1: Yeah. It could be like <laughs> cooking with Mad Libs kind of thing.
0: Oh my gosh. That's a funny idea. You
1: know, that kind of I thing, like
0: so. that the Mad Lib cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you my new book.
1: Oh, there is a brand new book. It is called The Itty Bitty Book of Codependency. It's very funny. It's not a a doctor's manual. It's not one of those things you throw away when you get your prescription. It is (laughs) fun.
0: It's keep the fun in dysfunction, we say.
1: And if you can't have fun with dysfunction, what can you have fun with? That's right. You got to laugh. You know, We got to laugh or we'll all get as depressed as what we've all been and that's because we're not laughing enough
0: i'm really excited i think it's fun and it does get you thinking about you know boundaries and some of the habits we develop and seeing you know what we have control over so
1: to quote the cover of highlights magazine which we both love so much it's fun with a purpose
0: Fun with a purpose, yes. And as you know, I play Goofus's voice for the highlights is on Audible. Goofus and Gallant. Isn't that
1: cool? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to hear something that is a guide to life, it's Goofus and Gallant.
0: Goofus and Gallant. And- it's one of my greatest joys, going to the dentist as a child in mm-hmm. the doctor's office. And I think we even had a subscription. And I just, I devoured that magazine and to get a chance to play one of my little childhood cartoon heroes, it wasn't a hero. Goofus was dumb, well, but it really was fun to yeah, play him. He
1: had issues, but he was the complex person. Gallant <laughs> was the goody-goody he that the your goody-goody. mother would say, why can't you be like Gallant? Yeah.
0: Why can't you be like Gallant? Yeah. And actually, I think their take on, on Gallant is a little bit different from the magazine, but... I got to hear it recently, and the episodes are really fun to listen to. So I'm a very audio-type person, and they did a great job putting it together. It's funny, it has music, and great lessons for kids.
1: So is it called Highlights, the audio show, or is it called Goofus and Gallant?
0: It's called Goofus and Gallant on Audible. I'm surprised they haven't
1: made a feature-length film since they're making one out of everything. You know
0: what? (laughs) It could be next. Who knows? I'm also on a new series called Lily's Lab on Answers TV. And I'm Lily, little dinosaur, and uh, talks about answers from the Bible that kids have. And so um, that's animated. And it's fun. So I'm excited about that.
1: You've got these fun shows, and Odyssey is a, I like to say, it's an inspirational show, but don't go, oh. it's not like, uh, ladies don't have giant wigs and a lot of mascara. And, no, and I think of, it's not a, that it kind gets, of show. It gets
0: you thinking. It it's gets just, you thinking.
1: it's like Mayberry, and while it has quotations and it has a biblical um, basis, there's a basis. It's like a sitcom. It's like a dramedy. It's like a spoof. It's, it's like it's, a
0: thriller and a mystery. It's like a thriller. Too. We've got Jason Whitaker, Townsend Coleman, plays Jason, and there's espionage. There's all kinds of crazy yeah, stuff. He's an international in and spy. And Jess Harnell plays a very funny character who is sweet. Yeah. Wooten Bassett.
1: And he's a comic book nerd who created a character, and there's Captain like an Captain
0: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah.
1: There's episodes about going to cons and, and, and that kind of thing. And there's
0: actually a Captain Absolutely comic book. I didn't know that. You know, we'll have our thousandth episode next summer. They're going to have a big event in Colorado Springs to celebrate. So, Lord willing, I will be there to celebrate with all the peeps. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You,
1: you know what else? Will told me there was an Adventures in Odyssey vinyl record. Uh, he never would told be...
0: me that. He has made up quite a few things <laughs> um, over the years. Hence, he's featured in the Museum of Jurassic Technology, if you've never been there on Washington. Have you ever been there in Culver City? And Will has some things featured there.
1: He does? What, bones?
0: No. no I'm not going to tell you. Amber,
1: amber uh, frozen? I'm not going to
0: tell you. not going to tell you, but... Also, he kind of was an anachronism, so like creating Biffle & Schuster, which yes. you know, looks like an actual comedy team from the 30s or 40s, but never actually existed. But they have this whole history. Yes, we should and mention that too. Legacy. Biffle &
1: Schuster is like an amalgam of all the great comedy teams. It's he and uh, Nick, Nick Santa Maria, Santa Maria. Maria. and they made uh, about four or five or six of these shorts. They linked them together. As the adventures of Biffle and Schuster, which you can get on a lot of streaming services, but the best way is to get the very inexpensive DVD because it's loaded with outtakes and they're hysterically funny. You
0: know, thank you for telling me that because I did buy it and I haven't watched oh, it yet.
1: It's like every trope of a comedy. You know, there's the musical that's in Cinecolor, there's the monster one. There's oh, and the they mystery use all the one.
0: techniques from back yeah. then, so it looks very authentic, just like Elmo Hardvark's Space Detective, who apparently yep. existed before making. Mouse, but yeah. you know he has his own history. So
1: yeah, that's a character. I that you challenge can... your
0: listeners to look up Elmo Aardvark, Outer Space Detective. It
1: is a funny, funny cartoon done in a very sort of Jay Ward style. It's on YouTube. Will was incredible, and yeah, we could go on and on about Will, and that's a whole other show.
0: Yeah, I'll or have t- to tell you later.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what. See, that's what happens <laughs> on there. <laughs> So thank you and thanks everybody for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me. Bye Greg. We hope you enjoyed the fantastic world of Hannah and Barbera with Greg Airbar. Please join us again and many thanks for listening.